0: You are Locked On Pistons, your daily Detroit Pistons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Pistons podcast. Make sure to check out on Fridays Locked On NBA with Nick Angstead of Locked On Mavericks and Adam Mars of Locked On Nuggets as they power rank the week that was in the NBA. Follow the Locked On NBA podcast today wherever you get your podcasts. Per usual, I'm your host Kuka Hill. You can find me over on Twitter at Kukahill NBA. You can also find me on YouTube at Kuk's Realm. You can also find me over at Detroit Bad Boys writing articles about the Pistons. And on today's podcast. Friday's podcast, we're doing a mailbag podcast. I tweeted about it. Um, I also, I believe I mentioned it in the last podcast. Actually, I'm not sure, but I believe I did. Uh, if you don't have Twitter and you want to participate in these mailbags, you can also do it in the in the uh, reviews down below. Just leave a five-star review and make sure you put in the right review a question and you'll be answered on one of these mailbag podcasts. So make sure you do that. But if you do have a Twitter, make sure you follow me at NBA or at Locked On Pistons and send me your question. And you can appear on an episode like this one day. So... We're gonna get back into doing these probably once a week. Uh, we were doing that while the season was going on, but then some stuff started happening up in the in the off season. We started substituting that out with some other news podcasts. But we plan on getting back to one pot, uh, mailbag podcast per week. So, like I said, if you want to participate next week, you can always leave a review down below or hit me up on Twitter at Locked On Pistons or at Kukahila NBA to send in your questions. So. Real quick, another quality of life update. Uh, I I believe I've told you guys this already, but if you guys are tuning in for the first time in a few weeks or you've missed the last few podcasts, we are currently doing three podcasts per week until the season gets closer around, uh, I'd say probably at the end of this month we'll go back into five episodes per week, Uh, but right now we are still only doing three episodes per week during the off-season, taking a little bit of a break, and obviously there's not as much to talk about, so... If you guys are wondering why you guys haven't seen five podcasts, or daily podcasts, I should say, like it was during the season, that's why we will, we will be returning to a daily podcast though at the end of this month. But anyways, now we got all that out the way, uh, and I got to finish this Tampa Bay Buccaneers football game. Football's back. That was a hell of a game. You know, the GOAT Tom Brady had to mention that real quick, but that was a hell of a game. Hope you guys enjoyed football as well because that really was a good game. But anyways, let's go ahead and get into the mail back and answer all the questions that you guys sent in. You guys can ask me anything about the Pistons, NBA, NFL, uh, football, college, life, food, anything. Literally, if you guys want to ask me anything, you guys can do that. So, the first question is coming from Corbin Ford. He says, do you play 2K? Uh, yes, I absolutely do play 2K. Now, I don't play my team. I don't play really franchise at all, really. Uh, I used to do, like, the online associations with my friends, and we used to do, like, little fancy drafts and play against each other in a season. But I, only three of us right now have expo, uh, the next-gen console, and I'm one of them. Uh, so we can't really play with each other right now because, you know, there's different 2Ks for different consoles. Uh, but once everyone gets the console, I might I might go back to playing Online Association. But, yeah, I'm, I'm a big my player. Actually, as I'm recording this podcast, 2K just dropped. The new 2K dropped six minutes ago. So I'm trying to be getting right into that, even though I got work in the while. I'll be getting right into that, creating my career, trying to figure out the best build. Uh, but, yeah, I absolutely love 2K. I play 2K. I play Madden, big sports guy. I played the, of course, the ones with stacked with Michael transactions. So I'll probably spend another hundred dollars on this game, even after purchasing the sixty dollars to buy it, which makes me a clown. But yeah, I do play two K. I enjoy it very much, even though last year was pretty bad. Uh, I am an avid two K fan. So yeah, I do play two K. Uh, next one is from Pistons of the Day. He says, "Do I have any thoughts on this report?" It's from Jake L. Fisher on the halftime app live show. It says there is a rumor cir- circulating the league that just like Don Maker. Sekou Dunboya is older than his listed age. Um, I don't really have any thoughts on that. One, because Sekou's just not on the Pistons anymore. And I told you guys once the trade happened on the last pocket, I believe it was last week, that, you know, now that he's not on the Pistons, I'm not going to talk about him no more. You guys don't have to hear it no more. So I don't really have any thoughts on it. Uh, you can't really prove his listed age, I guess. If they're trying to say that his listed age is wrong, I don't know how, like, when... that You need some proof to prove that that's not right, correct? Like, and I, I I don't know if I believe a lot of these little rumors about that i know they did the same thing with downmaker like he said like they mentioned uh but yeah i mean i don't know how how am i supposed to have any thoughts about that i don't we can't really prove or disprove anything and I, i don't have any sources or anything to tell me or any proof to make me believe anything so i don't know whatever i guess we'll see if that actually comes out it'll be interesting i guess but i don't really care anymore uh next one is from rob fritz and these are the type of questions i really like right here these ones right here it says ideal meals for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert. Also, you should explain why you call soda by the wrong name. Listen, I, I, the people that call it soda are monsters. I moved down to Tennessee when I was like seven years old. I walked into a store. I remember saying I want some pop, and everyone was looking at me like, "What the hell's pop?" I don't know who the hell calls it soda. If you call it soda, you're a monster, and I, I don't want. I don't want to be friends with you. I don't want to talk to you. Um, but my ideal meals for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert. So I actually I, I might just go backwards here. So for dessert, I like having some cold stone. I don't know if there's like cold stone outside of Michigan. I, I'm bad with that. I say a lot of stores and a lot of restaurants that are like a Michigan thing apparently and no one else knows what the hell they're what the hell they are. So I don't know if there's cold stone outside of Michigan, but I like getting some cold stone ice cream uh, for dessert. That's that it tastes really good. It's really, really good. Uh, for dinner, my favorite dinner I'd probably say it was spaghetti. I absolutely love spaghetti. I've loved spaghetti since I was like a toddler. My mom always used to feed it to me. So uh, spaghetti would be my favorite dinner. Lunch. Um, I mean, I don't usually eat lunch. I usually go straight from breakfast to dinner. But if I had to pick a lunch, I mean, I guess I could just say like a sandwich or like any kind of sandwich, like a turkey sandwich, I guess I could have for lunch. Uh, like I said, I don't really eat lunch, so I don't know how to answer that one. But for breakfast, just give me some cereal. Cereal is my favorite. Uh, actually, you no, know what? I lied. Either give me some cereal, some like frosted flakes, or I'll take like me and my fiance have been doing this since we moved in together that we, we'd be making some of these, like, sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffins that you can get from McDonald's that we make it, like, home style. I don't know if that's more healthy for you than McDonald's. I assume so. But those two things definitely my favorite breakfast. So, yeah, I, I like those questions. I wish you guys asked more of those questions. Those are fun questions. I don't always have to be so critical of the Pistons. Let's have some fun a little bit. Uh, but let's go ahead and move on to the next question before we hit on to our ad breaks. We got one from Wes Davenport. He says, are you worried about Cage's ability or lack thereof to generate fouls? On the one hand, he didn't shoot a free throw in the summer league. On the other, he averaged almost six free throw attempts per game in college. Are fans overreacting to three summer league games? I think you answered your question right there for you. People are overreacting to three summer league games. We talked about this as the summer league was going on, as Kate was playing. We talked about this on the podcast. Um, I understand that there was a lot of fouls calls in the summer league still, but there probably could have been a lot more more fouls called in those summer league games. I feel like the refs allowed them to play a lot more physical in the league. Um... I, obviously, that leads to more foul calls, but honestly, if you're being like legit, there should be a lot more foul calls called than there even were. Uh, also, we talked about how Cade played a lot off-ball in the summer league, so that kind of hurts his ability to try to draw free throws. Uh, and like you mentioned, he did draw free throws in college. In the NBA, when you can get free throws for basically getting sneezed on, uh, I'm not worried about it. He, he seeked out contract, contact a lot in the summer league. I feel like he, he got into the paint and absorbed a lot of contact sometimes. Yeah, um, I'm sure that the enter are leaving the summer league. They've talked to him about. Hey, you didn't attempt a free throw. You should probably uh let's work on that a little bit or make sure you get back to doing that. Blah blah. I'm not worried about it at all. I think he has the ability and the type of play type to draw fouls and to draw free throws. Uh, and like you mentioned, he did draw six free throws per game in college. So I'm not worried at all. Summer league is not. You don't take much from summer league. I'm sorry, it just it's hard to take much of anything from summer league. And that's definitely one of those things I'm not going to read too much into. It's just. It's a very small sample size, three games. And like I said, in some of you're allowed to play a lot more physical, I feel like. And a lot of calls that usually would be foul calls just aren't called. So not worried about it at all, to be honest. Before we get any further into the mailbag, you got to keep the lights going. Let me tell you guys about one of your sponsors, our sponsors, not your, our sponsors, AG. Betting is not legal in Michigan. And if you're anything like me, you want to take advantage of that instantly. Like I took advantage of it during Monday, what is this, Thursday Night Football Against his Bucks and Cowboys game, Tom Brady won me some money, you know, he's the GOAT. Bye. But anyways, there was one problem I constantly ran into. Just which betting app do I use? Which one is the best for me? That's why I found BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NFL season is starting back up and the NBA is about a month away and will be still going on. But if you want to take your adventures beyond sports, BetOnline has you covered there too. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, reality TV, things I didn't even know you could bet on. BetOnline has real-time updated odds and props of just about anything you can imagine. BetOnline is the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head over to BetOnline now to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and make sure you use promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Then let me tell you about another one of our sponsors, DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? you got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the good stuff. I personally also have a PC sitting right next to me that I'm going to be watching stuff on as well. So that's about five different screens. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again or buy yourself a PC or a new monitor. All And the best part? There's no annual contract, so get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirectTV Stream. You can learn more about it at DirectTV.com. Yes, that's DirectTV.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. So, anyways, let's go ahead and get back to the mailbag. Actually, before we get into that, let me give you guys an update on the Pistons Twitter Fantasy Football League. So, after tonight's game, Thursday Night Football game, I had Zeke Elliott play, Mike Evans play, and Rob Gronkowski play. I'm going against Laz Jackson over one of the editors over at Detroit Bad Boys. We've had him on the podcast before. Um, Yeah, Zeke sold me. He only had four points. Mike Evans also threw. He dropped like three passes just because they got, like he thought someone was going to tip him. And then Gronk, you know, he went crazy for me. Thank God. He saved my life. Dropped 25 points with two TDs. So, you know, me and Laz, a little bit of a head-to-head right here. It's going to be a close game because, you know, Zeke wanted to sell me. We'll see who wins. I'll let you guys know on Monday or on Tuesday, I should say. Who won this first week matchup of the Pistons Twitter fantasy football league? This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, but anyways, let's go ahead and get back into the mailbag. Next question we're going to have is going to be from Mavs Magic Draft. Uh, oh yeah, this is actually Richard for, that we had on the podcast a uh, few weeks ago. Uh, he says, "Which would be worse for the Pistons: missing the play-in game at the 11th seed and not getting a great pick seven to the 10th range, and then being a bad again next year, or Killian turning out to be a bust?" All right, so. I think this one's pretty clear. If Killian turning out to be a bust would be awful for the Pistons. That easily would be the worst one here. Uh, the If the Pistons went to be an 11th seed, so th- this is the thing with your question. Are you saying that if they finish the 11th seed, they're also not bad? I mean, they're also bad that year. Are you saying their 11th seed don't get a good pick and then are again, again awful the next year? That would be pretty bad as well because that would mean multiple things. That would probably would mean Killian would have to be a bust. Cade would have to not be as good as he's supposed to be. Like a bunch of things would have to go wrong. Uh, but Killian turning out to be a bust I think is probably worse uh, because it, they they wasted a lot a high lottery pick on him, 7th pick. And there's a lot of potential there with Killian, especially with them trying to work Killian and Kade together. Um, and I, they really need Killian to turn out to be good. They really need Killian to be a good player. Him turning out to be a bust would really hurt, even with the nail picks of uh, Isaiah Stewart and Sadiq Bey and possibly Kay Cunningham, obviously, with this number one overall pick, uh, and possibly maybe even Isaiah Livers or Saban Lee. Uh, but Killian Hayes, 100%. He was the seventh pick for a reason. They drafted him at that spot for a reason. He has a ton of potential. They really believe in him. They need him to become that player they believed him to be. And that could really help the Pistons take this next step with Kay Cunningham. So I think Killian turning out to be bus would absolutely be awful. Uh, that would That would really, really suck. But anyways, let's go ahead and get into the next question. This one is from Steve Cook. How many wins is Cade worth alone? Um, uh, this is a good question. Um, I would say. Oh, ah, that's actually a good question. Um, uh, I would say off the top of my head that Cade will probably net the Pistons. I'll, I'll say five wins this year, five extra wins this year from having him on the team. I'll say he he gets them a five win improvement over what their win pace would have been last year. So what would that be like around? I think like 27 wins this year, 28 wins. I think he can net them that. So I, I'd say five wins. I don't expect too much, too many more wins just from Kate alone. That's asking a lot of a rookie. No matter like number one, number two, number three overall pick. Unless you're like LeBron James or anything. Like even Zion, the Pelicans haven't made the playoffs. So that would even with however you think of Zion, that, that he he's obviously not worth that many wins. So I think Kate probably improves this team's wins by about five, what their pace was last year. So I think that's I think that's decent. I, that's not a bad thing or or great thing. I th- think that would be about average for an number overall pick, to be honest. So, yeah, that five wins five wins is what K is worth, in my opinion. Uh, next question is from Alex Kies or Curzer. He says, What's your album of the year? So, listen, I like this question as well. I, the thing is with me, though, is that this is actually something I need to improve on and need to get better at. And I plan on getting better at this because I, I want to know more. I don't listen to that many albums per year. Like, I listen to my favorite artist albums, and then I listen to, like, popular artist albums that that come out. Like, for example, obviously I've listened to Drake's album. Obviously I listen to Kanye's album. I'm not a big fan of Kendrick Lamar. I know that probably offend some people. But I'll listen to each album he puts out because he's that popular, and he, I respect him. Uh, but, like, some of these other guys, like, I know there's a lot of people that drop albums, that everyone, and and everyone talks about them all the time. I really don't even be hearing about it. Uh, and I don't be listening to it. So I don't feel like I could really say my album of the year because I don't really listen to that many albums. I'm going to change that, though, and start trying to give more people a chance that I don't really know about and start listening to all their albums so I can give an opinion like this. But I, I, how about this? I'll change your question and give you a little bit more of a, give you a better answer, a fun answer. I'll just change it to Donda versus CLB. I'm going to go CLB because I think does a hot pack of garbage. Uh, Where's If you, any of you guys know Joe Budden that clip, it's a hot pack of bleep. Uh, I think that album's absolutely awful. I hate it. Uh, so I'll take CLB over Donda. That that will be my answer. But I will. I, I'm gonna start listening to more albums as the as the years go on. I'm gonna start doing that. Now, uh, next question. Let's go ahead and go with this one. This one is from Jay LaRouge. I think that's how you say it. I'm sorry if I said it wrong. Uh, he said, "Would you trade Jeremy so K would blossom the same way Luca did when the Maps traded away Harrison Barnes?" Um no, I don't think it's the same type of situation. I actually think Jeremy is really going to help Cade. I think Cade also is really going to help Jeremy. Uh the thing with Jeremy is that Jeremy he had the ball in his hands a lot last year, but he also knows how to play really well in that in that third fourth guy role, second guy role. He he can play off ball and not need he doesn't need the ball in his hands as much. And I think Cade needs not only just Cade, but also Killian, Isaiah, and Sadiq. They need good players around them, not just a bunch of trash around them and let them do whatever. They need good players complementing them to help them develop and become better players. I think Jeremy's perfect for that. And I honestly, I, like again, I'm going to continue to say this on the podcast until, like, until it changes. I really do think Jeremy is more likely to get an extension with the Pistons than he is to be traded by the Pistons. I think the Pistons view him as a long-term piece. Like, in two years, I think everyone's circling that 2023 year in free agency for the Pistons to go splash with their money and try to make trades or whatever and really try to start, like, taking that next step into the playoffs and stuff. Jeremy, I think, is in their plans for that. Jeremy, Cade, Killian, Isaiah, Sadiq, I think they're all in their plans for that. So, again, I think it's more likely Jeremy gets an extension than he does get traded. And I don't think that trading Jeremy will help Cade. I think it would actually hurt Cade. I think Cade needs other good players, good shooters around him as well. It's something... Both of those things, Jeremy is. So I don't agree with that. I think Jeremy needs to stay around to not only help Cade, but help the entire team as well develop. So that's just my opinion on it. Before you go any further, however, let me tell you about a few more of our sponsors. First up is Rock Auto. You ever need a part for your car, head to the store, go through a ton of confusing questioning. Just for one of the workers to tell you that they don't have the part that you're looking for? I know I have. That's why you should avoid all these problems and rock with another one of our sponsors, rockauto.com. Find whatever part you're looking for on your computer or in your hand by using your phone at rockauto.com. Don't worry about having to create an account or making a membership. Just head over to rockauto.com and start shopping. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest and most reliable prices. Head over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About us box, they so you know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. And then let me tell you guys about your guys' favorite sponsor, Boot Bar. The best tasting protein bar on the planet Earth comes in a variety of flavors, including six new flavors in caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond, carrot cake and apple almond crisp. All flavors are covered in incredible tasting chocolate and are soft and easy on the teeth to chew. These bars are low in calorie and sugar, but high in protein and fiber. A flavor I suggest is the peanut butter flavor, packed with 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, only 5 grams of sugar and 5 grams net carbs. Speaking of which, I really do need to go out and get another protein uh a peanut butter Built Bar, because I haven't had one in about two weeks, and I have a mint chocolate chip one sitting in my cupboard. Not the biggest fan of the tr- mint chocolate chip, but the peanut butter one, that one right there is a one. I really got to go out and get one. I might get one, actually, today on the way to work. So, while I go do that, make sure you guys try out the Built Bar with me. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, use promo code lack 15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. So, let's go ahead and get back into the mailbag now. Again, if you guys missed or didn't listen to the beginning of the podcast somehow, you guys missed what I said. If you guys do want to participate in the Mailbag podcast and you haven't already, and you don't have a Twitter, you can leave a review down below, give me five stars, and write down your question down below. I read all your guys' comments, all the reviews down below, even the hateful ones. Which hey, there's one guy I know you guys see him too. You guys see him. I begin some good reviews, but I know you guys be seeing this guy who keeps he keeps updating his review and keeps coming at me. But well, he keeps listening over and over. So that just that that if it's really that bad, why do you keep listening, my guy? But make sure you go down below, leave a review, write your question down there, and I will be sure to answer it. If you want to create a Twitter, I know some of you guys already have, and you guys have actually hit me up, let me know. Oh, I think there's about ten of you guys who have created a Twitter and, and hit me up and say, Hey, I created this, just to participate in this. You guys can follow me at Cuckoo Hill MBA or at lockdown pistons and send your questions that way, and I'll be sure to answer it, and you guys will, be, will appear on next week's episode, the Back. But Anyways, let's go ahead and get right back into it. Answer these last few questions. Next one is going to be from Richard Suddenly, He says, who do you think the Pistons will go to at the end of games next season? Cade, Jeremy, or someone else? I think this one's pretty clear, to be honest. I think it's obviously going to be Cade Cunningham, who they go to at the end of games. Uh, though, I, I think something that we saw with Dwayne Casey a lot, at least this past season. Actually, you know what? That wouldn't be an accurate statement. Sidetrack. Let me go ahead Erase all the while I was about to say. I think it's going to be Cade Cunningham. Maybe Jeremy Grant sometimes, because Jeremy Grant did take on the role last season. He wasn't always successful at it. Uh, but I think he probably would want to have another chance at trying to do it this year. Though, I, I really just think they're going to give it to Cade. I mean, that, that doesn't mean that every single game it's going to be Cade taking the shot. I'm sure some games will be Jeremy. Some games, maybe even Killian gets it. Or maybe even Sadiq Bey gets it sometimes. Or even Kelly O'Linnick or whatever. It, a lot of these guys may take last-second shots or, or get the ball at the end of the game. But I think their go-to guy, and the guy who's going to create a lot of these shots, who's going to take the majority of these shots, will be Kay Cunningham simply because I think he's probably going to be the best student for it. His game, it's just, that, that's the kind of game he has. Maybe Jeremy improves in that aspect as well. He did show some flashes uh, flashes down the, down the stretch sometimes. Uh, He also shows some of his struggles as well. Uh, But I think those two guys will be the main guys. and I think Cade's probably going to take it pretty fairly more than uh, Jeremy Grant. So that's my opinion on that one. Let's go ahead with the next one. Next question for the mailbag before we wrap up the podcast. It says, thoughts on this? This one's also from the Day. It says, oh, this one. I've been waiting for this one. I saw you tweet me this one. I really want to answer this one. Um, Okay, so he tweets me a screenshot of Sada Baby. And if you guys believe... I mean, if you guys remember, I should say, I don't know why I said believe a few weeks ago or even like maybe a month and a half ago, we made a podcast with Bryce and we talked about from Motor City Hoops and I talked about it on there in a podcast after that about this rivalry and this like hatred that Sada Baby, who's a Detroit rapper has for Killian Hayes and Sada Baby is like super cool with Josh Jackson too, which is like, it's kind of like weird too, because how can you be so cool with Josh, but his teammate Killian Hayes who's a high draft pick, one of like the highest draft picks on the Pistons you absolutely hate. Like, that has to be awkward for Josh and Killian because Josh is always hanging out with Sada Baby. And Sada Baby is always talking about the Pistons. He's at the Pistons games. You guys probably saw him last few years with Andre Drummond before he got traded as well. So it, it was always kind of weird. I was always like, H- how can you hate Killian so much and talk so much trash but also be around him or around his guys so much too? How That has to be awkward. But anyways, Sada Baby apparently tweeted out on... When was this? When was this? Was this September 8th he tweeted this out? September 8th, I think. He says... It's over a picture. It's so Sada Baby with Hamadou Diallo, too, hanging out. Not just Josh Jackson. He also was hanging out with Hamadou Diallo. So someone tweeted at him, what's your beef with Killian? He quotes them and says, I'm not beefing with Killian. I'm just overcritical of anything the Pistons do because I feel like I care about them winning more than any other rapper from Detroit. I'm a diehard fan. I pray for Killian's success if it happens. So I think this is a major dub for all of us, man. Because I'm not going to lie. Like I said, it was getting super awkward. And it was getting, like, super weird that Sada Baby would just... Keep, Straight up, just go at Killian. Because you can't tell me that Killian wasn't seeing this. There's no way Killian plays for the Detroit Pistons, doesn't know who Sada Baby is. His teammates with Josh Jackson doesn't know who Sada Baby is. It, it, it plays in Louis Caesars Arena where Sada Baby constantly is on the sidelines and doesn't know who he is. Or now that he's hanging out with Hamadou Diallo and doesn't know who he is. So, there's no way. So, the fact that Sada Baby came out and said this, I feel like means either two things. One, someone from Killian's camp or someone from the Pistons camp or one of Killian's teammates was like, Hey man, come on, chill out oh my boy. And he was like, alright man, I'll give him a chance. Or two, Soder baby is starting to wisen up a little bit like you know, he only played 26 games. maybe I should give him more of a chance. You guys pick which one. I think the first one's a little bit more fun of a storyline. I think I think it's much more fun and cool to think that one of their guys came up with Sider baby and was like, hey man, come on, man, chill out. watch your mouth man. come on, take it easy. I think that's a little bit more fun. I think that's probably didn't isn't what happened. I don't think anyone would really want to talk to Soder baby that way probably. Um, but I think that's more fun to think about. anyways, I think this is the last question for the Milbeck Podcast. This one is from Bryce of Motor City Hoops. He has three different questions. He says, One, who wins in a game of 2-on-2? Him and Hal versus me and Sham. Um, So, I I don't think this is fair, Bryce. I I really don't. I, I, I don't think this is fair at all, and this is why. One, you were a former D1 basketball player. Now, I know you've told me that there's this big story you have to tell me about how you completely destroyed your knees, and you have no knees, basically. So if you can't move around, you're definitely losing because Hal is not gonna be able to guard me. And if you can't move laterally, I'm I'm going to cook you as well. So I need I need to know we and you need to talk, Bryce. If you can actually move around, because the way you talk to me, you make it sound like that you just can't move. And when you walk around, you have a cane with you. So if you can you can't move around. We're winning this. If you can move around, you still somewhat of that D one basketball player. You're winning, man. You're like you're probably like six. I don't even know how tall you how tall are you like tall are you like six five six six and you were a former D one player. You're you should cook us, but. If you are even a little bit washed up and you can't move around as much, I'm, I'm taking it. And I don't need Sham with my teammate. You can give me anybody. Sham's not that good either. Sham, if you're listening, you're not that good either. So I don't need you. I don't need your help. Give me anybody. If, if Bryce can't move, I'm winning. Anyways, next one. What is your current record on MLB The Show? Well, you know what's funny? I record next to my Xbox, and I'm actually on MLB The Show right now. So if I just simply scroll over real quick to Rank Seasons and click on my record now it hasn't been good the last few weeks I've been I've been losing a lot the last last few weeks because the game just pisses me off that much and it just once once I can't hit nobody I just start swinging at everything and it's just a depressing sight after that but if you want to know my record my record is currently 145 and 130 I'm in the all-star division right now because the season just restarted now I just want to say I was literally like, "This is how bad of the season I've had right now." I think I've lost like 13 of my last 16 games. Cause I was at like 140 and 116 or something, and I was I was really I was like plus 11 this past season, and I just started losing once I got up to like 800 near World Series. I just started getting destroyed. So, hey man, it is what it is. Don't make don't get confused. If any of you guys have MLB the show want to take me on, I'll get you guys out of there. But next question is last question from Bryce. I believe this is the last question for the podcast. He says. Where are you taking Megan, who is my fiancee, for their, for our honeymoon? This is your chance to start her day off right because I know she listens. Yeah, she's going to love that. She's probably going to text me and leave a note on the mirror like she always does uh, after she listens to the podcast in the morning before she goes to work. Um, I guess this would be some, kind of a semi-announcement. Uh, I haven't really told anybody on Twitter, I don't think, or any of you guys yet. Um, me and my fiance are getting married next year. It's going to be at the beginning of October. We've already sat down and planned it and talked to the people about it. Uh, we're going to get married next October and we're going to be going down to Jamaica as of right now New the Jamaica. Jamaica uh, for seven days is going to be a destination wedding and that's basically where our honeymoon is going to be. So we're going to get married down there in Jamaica and then we're going to spend a week down there just you know on a vacation with our family with our friends and I'm sure a lot a lot of the time our family and friends won't be there they're not going to stay the entire seven days and we'll have it to ourselves as well. So that's basically where our honeymoon and our wedding is going to be. It's going to be a lot of fun we can't wait for it uh it's it's very exciting we're in the beginning stages of planning it but yeah we're very excited for it and i appreciate you asking that bryce because i'm sure she's gonna love hearing me talk about it and i honestly feel like i probably should have said this to you all my listeners as well because you guys should know a little bit more about my personal life when stuff like that happens so that's what my plan is right now for me and my fiance's honeymoon and our wedding so pretty dope uh but yeah i think that's the last question for the mailbag I appreciate you guys all participating as always. If you guys want to participate, I'll tell you guys again. Tweet me at NBA or at Locked on Pistons to send in your questions. I always answer as many or all of them if I can. And then also leave a review down below. If you do not have a Twitter, make sure you leave a five-star review and write down your question. I look at all of them. I'll be sure to answer your question on the next mailbag. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. We'll be back next week on Monday. Hopefully I'm not too depressed from the Lions game. I'm not expecting too much from them especially after this crazy DeAndre Swift rumor that I'm not even going to get into. But hopefully I'm not too sad on Monday. Uh, But, yeah, I'll see you guys then. Peace out, everybody. Have a great day. Enjoy your weekend and enjoy some Sunday football, man. Football's back. Enjoy it.